Podcast Network Asia. What comes to mind for you guys when you hear Moses? The burning bush. Mm, good one. Ako yung kung may nakita ba silang isda habang nagko-cross sila ng Red Sea. Exodus chapter 19 verses 5 and 6. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Ang sinabi, if you obey me fully. So, merong condition o wala? Meron There po. was. What we can learn from this is sin is intergenerational. Okay? Just as we can inherit covenant promises, we inherit covenant curses. Ang reflection dito, if we're gonna study the genealogy, namamana ang kasalanan. Brins, may no? question so, Alam mo, favorite food ni Shem? Semi! <laughs> okay, we're having too much fun with the popcorn thing and Tina is is eating. What are you eating? I saw you having like something out of a bowl earlier, Tina. It's Tita Bat's kimchi! So Tina eats it straight out of the bowl. That's all she eats. Who does this? Mm. You, you just eat the I kimchi do. like it's a meal? Ah, uh, di ba side dish naman yan? Oo. So, yeah, pwede, it's a pwede. side dish to something that's the main dish. But you're eating it like the main dish. I'm okay. eating it like... Nakita mo yung panguhusgan ng koreano sa'yo? Grabe. Like dripping with judgment. <laughs> yeah, so I like to eat it on its own. Okay. Kaya nga wow. naghanap ako ng ulam. Wow. Sabi ko, masarap yung ulam dyan. What? Wow! Wait, dapat pala nag-take out ako sa buffet ko kanina, binigay ko sa'yo. Diba, Brother Jay? <laughs> Ngayon mo lang naisip yan. Okay, so yeah, Brother Jay went out to have a really fancy meal. He went to a buffet and he's rubbing it all over our faces. Yes, sent it on <laughs> the, Pero ang ganda rin, the chat sorry, group. Ang yeah. sarap din ng feeling Abing kasi chat. hindi ka makapasok sa Manila, sa hotel ng, ng, walang, na hindi ka fully vaccinated. So Did they ask yes. for cards? Yeah, so... Ako picture lang pero you feel pala na you're protected because everyone the whole mm. the employees ganyan tapos mm. um hindi na siya parang dati kailangan naka-mask when getting food tapos iaabot turo-turo na this one ganyan tapos bibigyan ka ng bibigay ilalagay sa plato mo bibigay sa so but it's oh man it's really good lalang sorry na chika ko na Yo, it's like we know you told us like five million times brother Jake not lumabas <laughs> okay. talagang like <laughs> <laughs> I know, guys. Oy, speaking of, nung lumabas tayo, si Tina brought her dog, Kobe, and oh. instantly warmed up to only Brother Jay. Okay, what is yes. this? Amoy um, aso daw kasi aso. si Brother Jay. Amoy um, aso. <laughs> ano kasi ako? Um, alpha dog ako ng mga aso. So, dogs really like Go me. yung alpha dog. He is such a dog. All right. No, he's not. He's lay preacher at the feast. Okay. Hernandez. Okay. And Burns um, Okaasi is creator and host of Unboxing Catholicism. And instructor Abby Sagid is from New Heaven and New Earth, Shinshanji Church of Jesus. And Tina Ryan is fabulous. That's what she is. And I'm Samo. This is a Narrow Door podcast. You're the Doritos. Welcome. Come on in. The show is on YouTube and it is on Spotify. We have a Big topic today. Big topic. We're going to talk about Moses. Moses. Um, what comes to mind for you guys when you hear Moses? The burning bush. Mm, good one. Uh, what else? Ako yung kung may nakita ba silang isda habang nagko-cross sila ng Red Sea. Brother Jay pala. Good question. Diba? Like, oh, ayos na. Hindi pa kadaan. Tsaka kung tilapia ba yun? Plapla, lapu-lapu. Oh, tsaka isa pa. Talagang siya, siya talaga yung Prince of Egypt. Hindi nang dahil dun sa movie, diba? Dun he sa animation. He was raised as the Prince of Egypt, but he was actually an Israelite. Diba yung stabby? Uh-huh. Yes. Oo. Yes. Uh-huh. Because he was adapted by Pharaoh's daughter. Oo, diba right. siya yung lumulutang dun sa ano, river ba yun? In, river. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In a basket! Uh-huh. Yeah! Uh-huh. Cute! Okay, hey. I- <laughs> Uh-uh. Actually, this story din talaga, sobrang daming details na I don't know if Instabi is gonna go into all of it, but... Oh, wait! Ito yung templates, oh, no? Dito ba yun ang yan, Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, see? Familiar ako. Uh-uh. Okay. Mm-mm. 
Okay. Oh, no, I think this is a story that is familiar to a lot of Christians because every holy week you would see that movie come on on TV, The Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Tsaka, mm-hmm. very important talaga siya because Jesus is the new Moses and the new David. Right. So talagang grabe right. important siya ni Moses. Sa, Refiguration. Sa, oh, sa buong Bible story. Yes. Sa kanya pala binigay yung Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Naisip ko Ten Plagues. <laughs> Hindi, hindi. Hindi, totoo naman. Hindi, may ten plagues din. Uh-huh. Oo, pero... Uh-huh. Eh, yung commandments ang pinaka-importante, yung pinamiss out mo na ba? No! Okay lang yan. At least naka, ten, naka two points ka, di ba? Okay, yeah. I'm oh, listening. Yes, and we all we all are listening. Insta Abby, okay, please, take it away. Moses today. Moses, listen up everyone. Okay, popcorn time! Okay. <laughs> Juritos, meron na ba kayong Bible check? Bowl hey, popcorn check? Ni pepper ni popcorn ako. No, kimchi. Kimchi, With kimchi and popcorn. Okay, brief history lang from Abraham to Moses. So, napakaraming details nga dito, pero yun, hindi natin lahat uh, sila maiisa-isa. So from Abraham, nagkaroon siya ng anak, si Isaac. And Isaac had twin sons, si uh, Jacob and si Esau. Yes, Jacob was the younger and Esau was the older. But God chooses, sino? Jacob. Yes, and later on, true, napalitan yung kanyang pangalan to Israel. Si Jacob yun. And ang ibig sabihin ng Israel, overcomer. Because he overcame. Yes, and he has the heart to fight and overcome. He never gives up. So one thing na napakahalaga fighting. para sa Diyos. Yes, so, fighting lang. So ko lang i-pitch yung aking libro. <laughs> ano yan? How underdogs <laughs> can become overcomers. How, oh, how, how, underdogs. how underdogs can become, can become Israel. Oh. Yes, oh. yes. Use <laughs> in a sentence. <laughs> Okay, unlike Esau, si Esau, ano ba yung character niya? He can easily give up uh, everything for just something so simple. So, hindi na natin, uh, isang mangkok lang na lugaw yan. <laughs> Istul lang. Pinagpalit niya yung birthright niya. So, as a result, Jacob became the firstborn kasi napakahalaga ng pagiging firstborn at that time. Yes, yung birthright nakuha yun ni Jacob and he received the blessings. Yun. So after noon, si Jacob, nagkaroon siya ng 12 sons. And through Joseph, the 11th son, sila, sila yung nakapasok na sa loob ng Egypt. So dito makikita natin paano unti-unting nagkaroon ng katuparan ang lahat ng promises ng Diyos kay Abraham. There's so much drama talaga dito. Lalo na dito sa time ni na Joseph. Alam natin yung story. Siya yung pinakal... minamahal talaga ng, ng tatay niya na si Jacob. Siguro dahil nga si Rachel na kanyang nana, yun talaga yung sobrang mahal talaga ni, ni Jacob. Yes. Ilang taong niligawan yun. Sobrang Intabi, tagal. Dito. Grabe, totoo. At matanda, sa pag-ibig eh. <laughs> Oo, matanda na si Jacob ng ipanganak si, si Joseph. Tapos sumunod yung pinakang last ay si Benjamin. At dahil doon siya yung pinakamamahal ng tatay niya, his brothers got jealous of him. At dahil sa... <laughs> yeah, ginagawan siya ng magandang coat mm-hmm. ng coat. kanyang tatay. <laughs> yeah. Colorful. Colorful na ako, coat. Hindi colorful. <laughs> And yun, nag- nagselo sa kanya, yung mga kapatid niya. Tapos iba pa, isa pa doon, meron siya mga weirdo na dreams. Joseph Uh-oh. the Dreamer. Yeah, kaya tinawag siyang Joseph the Dreamer. At plinan siya na patayin, plinano nung magkakapatid, napatayin si Joseph. Teleserye alert. Teleserye talaga to. <laughs> Matindi pa sa teleserye. And si Ruben, yung pangana, ay teka, wag na lang. Ihuhulog na lang siya dun sa hukay. Pero dun nga sa dulo, <laughs> yan, napagkasunduan nilang, ibenta na lang siya as slave sa Egypt. Pinagkakitaan pa eh. No? Pinagkakitaan siya. So eventually, ang dami pa rin nangyari inside sa Egypt. Naging, nakulong siya doon. Nagustuhan siya ng asawa ni Potiphar. Ang dami-dami. But eventually, he became the second in command in all Egypt. Dahil kaya niyang ipaliwanag yung panaginip ng Pharaoh. Weird yung panaginip ng Pharaoh. 
at ang ibig sabihin lang noon merong seven years of famine at merong ding seven years of prosperity. At dahil nagawang i-interpret yon ni Joseph, so siya yung ginawang in charge sa lahat ng, uh, sa buong lupain. So to cut the story short, yeah, dumating yung time na nagkaroon sila ng reconciliation, nakapasok doon yung kanyang pamilya, kasi ang akala ng Jacob, patay na siya, kasi yun yung sinabi ng mga kapatid niya, patay na siya. But in Genesis chapter 45, verse 8, sinabi ni uh, Joseph, napakaganda nito, It was not you who sent me here, but God. In Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, sinabi niya, sinabi niya dito, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So nakita niya yung magandang purpose ng Diyos sa pagkakadala niya dun sa lupain ng Egypt. Do hindi naging maganda yon para sa kanyang mga kapatid. Kasi yung plan lang talaga, gawin siyang slave at ibenta. So pumasok sila sa land of Egypt, 70 total nilang mga ng buong angkan ni Jacob. Kasi I mean, 12 sons and their families. Yan, makikita natin to sa Genesis chapter um, 46 verse 27. And in Genesis chapter 50 verse 24, eto na bago mamatay si Joseph, sinabi niya, Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So ibig sabihin, alam ni Joseph kung ano yung pangako ng Diyos sa kanilang mga ninuno. Kaya nakik... Yes, po. Paano niyang nalaman in sa Abir? Of course, sa pasalinsaling from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, and then through the, through the yan, 12 sons, alam nila yung mga pangako na binigay ng Diyos kay Abraham. At di ba yung dapat yung ikip nila yung promise until dumating yung katuparan. So si Moses, nanggaling siya dun sa kay Levi, isa sa 12 sons ni Jacob, at siya yung pang fourth generation from Jacob. Siya din yung sumulat ng first five books in the Bible, yung tinatawag nating Torah or Pentateuch from Genesis to Deuteronomy. At siya yung son of Amram, brother to Aaron and Miriam, and husband to Zipporah. Can you remember the promise that God made to Abraham? Naalala pa natin? That his descendants are going to be enslaved in yes. a country that is not mm-hmm. their own but that they will come out of that country with great possession after 400 years. Wow! Yes, yes birds. And then forward. just to add to that, uh, another promise that God made to Abraham is they will be in their own land and God yeah. will establish yeah. in Moses, oh, yes. sorry, God will establish in the lineage of Abraham mm-hmm. a kingdom for themselves. Pero later pa yung kingdom. Land yes. Mm-hmm. Tama. So lahat ng yon pangako ng Diyos kay Abraham at ngayon dito to magkakaroon ng katuparan. Mm. Isa pa, I will give you the promised land. Ito yung Kainaan. Mm. And it was not so easy para i-conquer yon kasi meron dong seven tribes who are very strong na kailangan nilang talunin. The big guys. Yes, giants. Hittites, ito tinatawag na ano eh, seven tribes of ites. Kasi yeah. puro ites siya. Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, yan, and ites yan, lahat yon. So it was Moses, ites, and it was Moses whom God used to fulfill that promise. So kailangan nating tanungin, bakit si Moses? Ano ba yung special kay Moses. Meron bang special kay Moses? Bakit siya yung pinili ng Diyos para tuparin ang lahat ng pangako na binigay niya kay Abraham? Oo Before... nga, ba't hindi si Joseph? Mm-hmm. Pwede. Diba? Just wondering. Mm-hmm. So tingnan natin kung bakit. Before Moses was born, the new king of Egypt was threatened dahil napakabilis dumami ng mga Israelita. Sisipin natin, pumasok Uh, yung family ni Jacob, 70 sila. And then, unti-unti sila nang dumami. And then, yung Pharaoh o yung king ay napalitan na at napalitan na yon over time. 
hanggang dumating yung panahon na naging threat na sila sa Egypt kasi maaaring ma-over uh, power na nila yung land of Egypt. So inalipin sila, pinahirapan sila, and the good thing is, the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So God is using Egypt for a purpose. Kinagamit niya yung Egypt for a purpose. He's using Egypt to make His people grow and be strong. Bakit kailangan nilang dumami at bakit kailangan nilang maging malakas? Remember, kailangan nilang talunin or sakupin yung lupain ng kinaan, yung promised land. At meron doong mga giants, malalakas na mga tao na kailangan nilang kalabanin. So, anong nangyari sa Egypt? It's like parang, alam niyo, incubator. It's like incubator. <laughs> Wala akong mahanap na, na ano or na. parang grade school. Mm-mm. Preparation for college. Preparation. Yes, preparation para sa kanila. So, the king of Egypt made a command to the midwives na patayin ang lahat ng batang lalaki na ipapanganak. So, and even order all his people to throw every child that is born into the Nile River. So, yung command nung, nung hari. Pero alam natin story, si Moses nakaligtas doon at hindi siya napatay. So, when Moses was born, he was in a state of danger. Do you remember dun, dun, dun. the same scenario? Ayan na naman. Pinalala kayo, same scenario? Yes. Jesus. Right. Yes. Yeshua. How, how, how? Yeshua. Yes, tama. Kasi di ba, when King Jesus Herod. was born, same oh, scenario, oh, yes, King Herod right. commanded to kill all boys from two years old and below. But oh. God saved Jesus and they went to Egypt. Without exaggeration, kung maiintindihan natin yung prophecy for the second coming in the book of Revelation, we can see similar situation in chapter 12. Wherein there is a male child and right there is a red dragon waiting to devour the child the moment it is born. But God snatches up. Snatches him up. So hindi na-devour nung dragon yung male child. So kung titignan natin, in the same way that Moses is saved by God, in the same way that Jesus is saved by God, and it exactly the same at the time of the second coming. Pero syempre, hindi ko yun malidiscuss today. Yan, in the future, malalaman din natin ano yung relation nun, even sa time ng second coming. Then we know the rest of the story. Moses was adopted by the Pharaoh's daughter. And it was the mother of Moses who actually took care of him. Yun ang nakakatuwa. Ang nagalaga pa sa kanya, mismong nanay niya. Kumbaga parang nan, yaya. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Kaya lumaki siya na alam niya yung identity niya na siya yung Israelita at hindi siya isang, isang Egyptian. Yes. So, ilang taon si Moses nang siya umalis ng Egypt? Any guess? Forty! Kaling! Right! He was 40. So when he was 40... Ligtas points yan. Galing. Life begins at 40 daw, no, Abby? Kaya pala. <laughs> Hintayin ko yun. That was a wild guess. <laughs> Kasi nakita niya dito na merong Egyptian um, pinagmamalupitan yung kababayan niya. At dahil doon, napatay niya yung Egyptian. The following day, nakita niya two Hebrews fighting each other at nalaman niya na alam nila yung ginawa niyang pagpatay dun sa Egyptian. Nalaman niya ng Pharaoh at dahil doon, he tried to kill Moses but Moses fled to Midian. So nagpunta siya ng disyerto. Ilang taon din siya sa disyerto. Ilang taon din. Yan. 40. How many years? Yes, 40, 40 years oh. din. Ang galing! Para sa'yo to, talaga. Yes, another 40 years in the desert. Dito na siya nakapag-asawa, dito na rin siya nagkaanak. And at the age of 80, ito na yung time na God sent him back to Egypt together with his brother Aaron to deliver his people out from Egypt. At hindi yun madali. Kasi remember, 40 years ago, wanted siya doon kasi nakapatay siya doon. Pero out of a sudden, tinawag siya ng Diyos, yan, yun nga, nabagit mo kanina, Miss Tina, na may burning bush. 
Yan, then doon uh, kinuman siya ng Diyos na pumunta siya siya, pumunta siya siya, pumunta siya sa Egypt. Ay, feeling ko yung kumakain ng popcorn kasi. <laughs> What's up, Habi? <laughs> okay. Yes, so pumunta siya sa Egypt para iligtas yung bayan ng Diyos. He did obey. Sumunod siya. At dito, may mga miracles na nangyari. Katulad na nabanggit niya rin kanina, may mga salot. Ten plagues were sent to the land of Egypt as the fulfillment of God's promise to punish the nation that they served as slaves. So natutupad na. Sila'y naging strangers sa foreign land. In-enslaved sila, mistreated. And now, then binapanish na or pinaparusahan na ng Diyos yung bayan o lupain ng, ng Egypto. Very similar similar din. <laughs> Kasi makikita natin even yung mga plagues na ito sa prophecy in Revelation. And yung last plague, yung uh, plague of the of the firstborn, it was so important and very significant. Bakit? Kasi para sila ay makaligtas sa kamatayan, they have to kill a lamb. Yes, without defect. Yes. Take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames. Ito yung Passover. Yes, tama. Ito po yung Passover. Nax. Galing. Nakakatalihin na yung kimchi sa'yo, ha? <laughs> At saka sobrang specific din lahat ng kailangan nilang gawin. Um, sinabi yung meat should be roasted over the fire along with the bitter herbs. Do not break any bones. At meron din dapat bread without yeast. And even yung outfit nila. Mm-mm, diba? May outfit sila sa atin. Yes. In detail din talaga. Your cloak tucked, tucked into your belt. Your sandals on your foot. And your stuff in your hand. Eat in haste. At sinabi, it is the Lord's Passover. So ito yung kailangan nilang gawin para yung angel of death ay list, ano, mag-passover sa kanila. At walang mamatay sa kanilang pamilya. Kung titignan natin, honestly, for me, para ang hirap niyang sundin lahat kung nandun tayo sa time na yon, But they had to. Bakit? Kasi may mamamatay kung hindi nila yung susundin. So it's a matter of life and death yung pagsunod sa ating Diyos. So very significant ang part na yon. Bakit? Because it shows the salvation plan of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, sino yung Passover lamb? Jesus. Yes, it was Jesus. Jesus is the lamb that takes away the sin na sinabi din in John chapter 1. And in John chapter 19, verse 36, nung pinako si Jesus, may, dama- may nabali bang buto? Wala la. Wala. To fulfill the prophecy na nandun sa scripture, even yun po yung actual na event na nangyari nung time ng Passover sa Egypt. So after nila lumabas ng Egypt, though it was not so easy, nakita natin God showed His power, His protection, and His provision. Alam natin yung mana, yung quail, lahat ng yun. Tubig, lahat ng yun, pinovide ng Diyos sa kanila. And God once again, nung pagkalabas nila ng Egypt, nasa desert sila, what do you think God made with them? Ano yung... Opinan. Yes, nagbigay na naman ng covenant ang Diyos. At sa natin ito makikita, yeah, ex, uh, Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 and 6. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Ang sinabi, if you obey me fully. So, merong kondisyon o wala? Meron There was. Pero... Merong kondisyon. At hindi pwedeng 90%, 80% fully. Kinakailangang sundin nila ang Diyos. 100%. And next chapter, doon na binigay yung ano to, sikat na sikat na Ten Commandments. Next chapter. So God gave the covenants. They have to follow all the rules and laws of God. Napakarami. Hindi lang yung Ten Commandments. Actually, napakarami pa po dun. But in the end, they were not able to enter the promised land. Yung nakakalungkot. They kept on sinning. They kept on betraying God. Disobeying God. 
And ultimately, it was stated in Hebrews, uh, kung hindi ako nagkakamali, chapter 3, verse 19, yung dahilan talaga kung bakit hindi sila nakapasok, they were not able to enter the land because of their unbelief. Dahil hindi sila naniwala. So ang dami ding ganap talaga habang nasa desert sila. And we don't have much time yan, para isa-isahin lahat ng yun. Pero yun nga, sa dulo, only Joshua and Caleb, together with the second generation na doon na ipinanganak sa disyerto, sila na lang yung nakapasok sa promised land. Bago nila pasukin yun, um, they sent 12 spies. Sa Tagalog, tik-tik. Nagpadala sila ng 12 spies. Sorry, and, so hindi ko nalaman yung word na yun. Talaga? Okay. Yung tik-tik? Oo. <laughs> Uh, so 10 came, spies, tick-tick. 10 came back and said it was impossible for them to take over the land. Bakit? Naku, mga higante yung nandun, parang grasshopper lang tayo sa kanila. So imposible and they are very powerful. Pero si Joshua and si Caleb na bumalik, they saw the land in a different angle. They saw it with the eyes of faith and not with the eyes of doubt. Kasi alam nila na binigay na yon sa kanila ng Diyos. Ang gagawin lang nila, pumasok at sakupin yon Napakasimple. Minsan nagiging complicated kasi yung mga bagay-bagay dahil sa atin. Pero ang Diyos, napaka-specific ng command niya. Sakupin niyo yun. Ibig sabihin, binigay na yon ng Diyos sa kanila. Ibig sabihin, may mga giants sa Abby? Hmm, may mga giants doon. Mga malalaki silang tao. Tapos sasakupin nila. Hmm, nasasakupin nila. Sisipin natin, yung lumabas sa, sa Egypt, ang bilang in numbers, 600,000 men on foot. on foot Pero ang bilang lang nun ay yung fine aged, uh, ages 20 to 40. So hindi siya kasama yung mga babae, matatanda at bata. Pero kung titingnan natin yung nililid ni Moses, it could be millions, 2 million or 3 million according sa study. So napakarami. Pero wow. namatay sila. So only Joshua and Caleb and together with the second generation, sila lang yung nakapasok sa promised land, sa Kainaan. So before they entered, si Moses namatay na siya. Before, oh, before pa man sila makapasok. God showed, yes. So in Stabi, diba it wasn't like Moses died a natural death and that's why he wasn't able to enter. God said that he wasn't going to enter, right? Yes, like he, God said. He didn't allow him to go in. He didn't allow him. He did, yeah, pinakita ng Diyos, God showed him the whole land. Pero hindi siya pinapasok doon ng Diyos. Oh. Parang he saw it, he saw it, and then he, just he saw it. like died. Yeah, he, then he just died. died. Hmm. And Joshua was the one who led the chosen people to conquer Canaan. This is the fulfillment of the curse na binigay ni Noah sa kanyang anak na si Ham and apo na si Canaan, kung maaalala natin. Diba? Uh, sa previous episode natin, sinabi doon na after ni Noah malaman yung ginawa ng kanyang anak na si Ham, kinurse niya si Ham. And sinabi, you will be a slave to your brothers, brothers. So may curse. At dito yun na-fulfill. So when they entered Canaan, pinatay nila lahat at kinuha nila yung buong lupain. So this whole story will prove kung paanong ang pangako ng Diyos na binigay kay Abraham ay nagkaroon ng katuparan sa panahon ni Moses. Moses. So do you have any question? I suppose my question is given how he, after he did all that he did, bringing the Israelites out of the desert and they were so pasaway, mm-hmm. um, tapos hindi pa rin siya nakapasok ng Kainaan. But I think the way he's talked about in the New Testament Bible is that he was still righteous. Yes. So I think I'm a little confused about that. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't enter the promised land, but in God's eyes, he was still righteous, right? Yes, yes. So yung common question talaga yun, bakit hindi siya nakapasok? So, bigyan lang natin ng konting um, parang clarification. 
patungkol doon, in Numbers chapter 20 verse 8, inutusan siya ng Diyos, speak to that rock. Ito yung nasa Mary ba sila? At nauuhaw sila. So, kailangan nila ng tubig. Ang sabi, ang utos ng Diyos, speak to that rock. But, but instead, ang ginawa ni Moses, Moses struck the rock twice instead of speaking to that rock. So, it shows disobedience. And oh. disobedience is result of unbelief. Kasi in Numbers chapter 20, verse 10 naman, Moses said, must we bring water out of this rock? So he took the credit for obtaining water from the rock when it was really God who performed the miracle. So it's like kinuha niya yung, yung glory. But in Deuteronomy 32 verse 51, kung hindi po ako nagkakamali, sinabi doon, this is because both of you, meaning si um, Moses and si Aaron, broke faith with me in the presence of the Israelites. So in short, Moses had failed to believe in that specific time of event. Dun la, dun, sa time na yon. At minsan, ganun din naman tayo. Moses was not perfect, just like us. He went through a lot, actually, leading God's people who are stubborn, hard-headed, ungrateful, complaining, rebellious. It was not an easy job for him after all. Sa ano na to, Insta Abby, nung nasa hmm. desert na sila, di ba? Yes, nasa desert na po sila oh, at nauuhaw sila at dun sa Mary ba? Gawa na ng init yan. Baka <laughs> na-confuse si Moses. Ang, ang mga tao, they kept on complaining and complaining. At si Moses, lagi siyang nakikipag-usap sa Diyos na patawarin mo na sila, pagpasensyahan mo na sila. So, lagi siyang, alam mo yun, nasa gitna. Oo, at guys, dun sa time na to, hindi siya nakasunod. Nakatina, yung journey from yung iniikutan nila that, that's a two week journey lang eh yun nga hmm. so, it was supposed to be like parang malapit lang or something malapit lang talaga dapat oo pero tumagal sila dahil yung sa complain complain ng mga tao tama so nawindam na si Moses oo nawindam na si Moses you guys but even so we can see that the spirit of Moses was with Jesus on the mount of transfiguration Makikita natin yan in Matthew chapter 17. Meaning, Moses is with God after he died. At yeah. isang bagay na magandang sinabi din sa loob ng Biblia in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 5, tinawag si Moses na faithful as a servant of God in all God's house. Faithful. Wow. Yes, nagkulang siya at that time ng pananampalataya pero tinawag pa rin siya na faithful. And in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, tinawag naman siyang very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. So napaka-humble niyang tao. I think yun yung magandang bagay na matutunan natin kay Moses. Yes, may, may flaws na nagawa si Moses, but in the end, makikita natin na kasama pa rin niya ang Diyos. So, eto, ang dami ng covenant na lumipas na bilang natin. <laughs> Did you count kung ilan yung covenant na naganap? Adam, Noah, Four. Abraham, and now with the chosen people who came out from Egypt. And before entering Kanaan, minsan pa, they renewed their covenant with God in Shechem. Di ko alam kung tama yung pronunciation ko. Shechem, through the leadership of Joshua. Dito, ang ganda lang ng senaryo kasi si Joshua sabi niya, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, my household I will, serve, will the serve the Lord. I will ser- serve the Lord. Pero anong sabi ng mga tao? No, we will serve the Lord then. Gagawin namin. Pagiling ko na namin siya. So sabi ni, ni Joshua, mag-isip-isip kayo kung ipaparaphrase natin, kasi ang Diyos, He is a jealous God that if you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then God will punish you. God will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you. Yun yung sinabi ni, ni Joshua. Pero ang sabi ng mga tao, no, we will serve the Lord. This is it. Eto na yun. Susundin na namin siya. Hindi kami tutulad sa mga ninuno natin. We will serve the Lord. 
So on that day, Joshua made a covenant for the people. He took a large stone and set it up there under the oak tree. And then they finally entered the promised land. Do you think they were able to keep the covenant? Because you're asking, no. No. Do you think they lived happily ever after na? No. So yun titignan natin. Next. Season 2 pa yan. Yeah, may season 2 pa. Ah. Ang dami no. Pero oh, nakakakot. Hindi drama yan. God's drama. Seasons of Karupukan. <laughs> yeah. People are marupok talaga. Totoo. Yung story. Ang dami-dami. Pero yun nga. hindi natin kayang masabi lahat. Pero ang magandang makita natin yung heart ng Diyos, ano kayo nararamdaman niya every time na binibreak ng tao yung covenant? Kasi walang problema sa kanya eh. He is faithful. God is faithful. Tayo may problema. Mm, yun. Okay guys, bakit ba? Why do we keep breaking the covenant? And I think that's really something that we see in this story and, you know, the Israelites when they were in the desert and there's really nothing there, but God provided everything. I mean, bread was literally falling from the sky. Yes. Quail was literally falling from the sky and they still doubted. They still complained. And, you know, this is a, this is really a reflection on us. Because we want variety. It happens to this day. Just imagine na parang God always says He will provide. Pero I, let me ask you, my dear friends, how many times have you asked God, Lord, alagaan mo ba ngayong pandemic? Will you provide? Lord, diba? I, I mean, a lot of us have questioned God's provision at least in this pandemic. So, hindi naman nawala yung promise ni God eh. Pandemic lang. So it's still our human issue until today. And True. I remember when they just had come out of Egypt, it hadn't been that long. And Moses was up in Mount Sinai, was it? He was... The golden um, calf. Yeah, yes. the golden calf na sila agad-agad. Parang guys. Nainip agad. Oo. Kala nila patay na si Moses. Eh. Ang sarap i-backslap eh. Parang... <laughs> Gigil na gigil, Brother Jerry. <laughs> I think, ano, what we can learn from this is sin is intergenerational. Okay? Just as we can inherit covenant promises, we inherit covenant curses. Okay? So, nagsimula kay Adam and kay Eve. Okay? From since then, sins. makikita natin sa timeline. In Genesis 10, if you will read that, it's a beautiful table of nations. You will see, this is what sets Genesis apart from all ancient stories and all ancient uh, writings because Genesis 10 provides for us the table of nations that shows all the descendants of the different nations of the ancient world. And dito makikita mo yung lineage ni Shem. Okay? Ito yung lineage na naging faithful sa Diyos. No? Sinabi nga sa mm-hmm. Genesis, they started calling on the name of the Lord. In Hebrew, name means Shem. No? So rightfully, itong si Shem, yung family niya, yung mga tagasunod niya, made in the image and likeness of Adam, according to Genesis 5, sila yung nag-inherit nung right, nung blessings, no? Pero meron din yung side, no? Yung kapatid Seth. ni Shem, si Seth, sila yung Sethites, no? Shem, Shemites, kaya nga tawag natin sa mga Jewish people, Semites, di ba? Anti-Semitic, pagkagalit ka. Galing yun kay Shem. Ang, ang, ang sumunod kay Shem, si Eber. Kayo doon sa line niya. Eber naman doon ang galing yung saliting, salitang Hebrew. Okay, so parang ang, ref- ang reflection dito, if you're gonna study the genealogy, namamana ang kasalanan. Burns, no? may question so, ako. Hmm. Alam mo, favorite food ni Shem? Semi! Mag-popcorn na lang tayo. Semi ba talaga? Oh my God. I was thinking Burns the naman, whole time. No? Parang muntik na maniwala si Tina. Kasi <laughs> yun yung okay. sabi ko kay Tina. Tina. <laughs> Uh, brother, I mean, Burns, like when you said genealogy, diba? Mm-hmm. Na natin kasalanan. Can you also, also say na may, mas, may mas marupok? <laughs> no, yes. Noong mga panahon na yon, uh, And may mas no, strong believer? Okay. 
medyo mahirap sagutin yung Tina kasi we all have freedom. We have been given the same chance. We are given the same chance to to follow God or to disobey him. But we cannot do this on our own. That's why we need grace. No, apart from Christ we can do nothing. That's what St. Paul said. And why is it that way? Because grace is necessary. Parang ganito yung analogy ko Gentina. Pagpupunta ka sa ilalim ng dagat, okay? Hindi ka pa pwedeng lumangoy doon kasi ang taas-taas ng pressure. Okay, you have to to wear your scuba gear. Yeah. So in our spiritual life, God has given us that scuba gear in the form of graces that we receive. Okay? It's now a question. If we are going to embrace the graces that God gives us and fulfill the covenant promises that He has given for us and be part of His family, or are we going to take ourselves out of the covenant relationship that God establishes? The choice is ours. What was really mind-blowing to me about this lesson was I thought that Canaan was just a random choice by God. The promised land is Canaan because I said so. But I think through this lesson, what I learned was it was it was very deliberate. There was a reason why Canaan was the land to be conquered. And it was because with the Israelites entering Canaan, they were now judging, giving judgment to the descendants of Noah, of Ham rather, sorry, who was the one through which sin entered during the time of Noah. So that was actually the judgment that God gave to that generation who were not able to keep the covenant. So there was a a reason for that. It's reclaiming it, Sam. Reclaiming what is yours. It's reclaiming the word. I mean, it's like... You're, you're, because that's the, that's the pattern that we see, right? Like that is the pattern is God will create a people, yes. give them a covenant. Mm. And when they're not able to keep it, God is going to give them and. judgment. And a small portion of right. these people will remain and God will use them to create another people. Another. But that <laughs> people who are not able to keep, they're going to be judged. And that's what happened in Canaan. Yes, Brother G. And I just wanna interject this before Mamaya mag share ako ng thoughts ko. But I guess lang just wanna tell our, our Doritos. And and dito kasi nagkakaroon ng confusion ng mga tao with but ang judgmental ni God sa Old Testament, but sa New no. Testament ang ang bait, de ba? And it's it's not that eh. It's it's not that God has been the same. So we always have to go to the nature of God has been the same. And why does Bakit? Ba't nangyayari yun? Because you have to remember, may, may justice pa din eh. Kailangan mong, basically, in, in, in simple words, may ginawa ang kasalanan, kailangan mong bayaran yung kasalanan ang ginawa mo. And the, God does not have to punish you anymore because the sin is already your punishment. You are all, yung living with that sin, that is your punishment. And imagine it growing over and over again through the years becomes your culture. So, so just wanna wanna say that kasi baka lang kasi nga yung mga ito, dito na nagiging juicy yung ano eh karupukan natin eh so baka lang maiisip ng mga tao hala ang ang judge ang punishing ni God de God is not a punishing God but it is the price of sin and choosing sin which is why we this this happens to us But judgment of the but the judgment of God is also very real and I, what I want to say about God's judgment though is that he always gives us ample warning when we yes, talked right. about Noah and building that ark, he took a hundred years. And the whole time he was telling people like, you guys got to get in the ark. There's a flood coming. Yeah. You guys got to get in the ark. And they didn't listen to him. So in the end, mm-hmm. none of them got saved. There was Noah and the family. I the know, but, but I'm just saying that there is justice. Yes. God will forgive of you. Pero hindi niya, kaya nangyayari yun because of just, it has to happen. So, like for example, the ba kunyari, I I uh, I took drugs over and over again. Huwag niyo ako pa baril guys ha. Hindi ako nag-drugs, pero kunyari nag-drugs ako over and over. Kasi may nakita na mga ganun eh. People who took drugs and you know, converted to to give them their lives to God eventually, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So God forgive them. Clean slate, but their body takes a toll pag nagkaroon nagtumama na ng 50. Oh, 50 yeah. o, yung nagbabayad na yung brain nila yung ganyan so 
that is parang in a sense a physical manifestation of the justice. Kasi nga, in-abuse mo yung sarili mo. If just, we can just be practical in, in the that consequence. Yes. I know what you mean. Okay, okay. Now I understand. Okay, so it's like... Uh, another thing na I think pwede natin i-reflect, no? Ay, sabi nga, paulit-ulit natin sinasabi nila Insta-Abi, dapat may sarili tayong Bible and you can read it, no? Another thing that I could uh, comment on in terms of God's covenant with Moses in the nation that he is now trying to establish through him is the importance of worship. Nabanggit kanina ni Insta-Abi na nagkaroon ng 10 plagues. So ano ba yung reason ng 10 plagues na yan? Okay? So kung babalikan natin yung story sa Exodus, uh, beginning parts of Exodus yan eh. Nung nagpakita si Lord sa burning bush, I think Exodus 3, tama ba? Insta-Abi, no? Right? Simple lang naman yung gusto ni Lord dun eh. Sabihin mo kay Pharaoh, dun sa hari ng Egypt, umalis kayo ng tatlong araw, mula dun sa Egypto, pumunta kayo, mag-journey kayo, so that you can serve me or worship me. Simple lang, di ba? So ngayon, bakit, ang mapapaisip ka, bakit kaya ang weird nung, nung wish ni Lord? The reality is, we're gonna study yung binabanggit ni Insta-Abi kanina na so many years of generation. The Jewish people, yung Israelites, they have been living in Egypt for a long time. And you have to understand what Egypt is in the ancient world. Egypt Super is power. the... Sorry? Superpower. Yeah, it's a superpower. Very rich. And it's also a melting pot of pagan practices. No? Mm. Kaya, doon, the Lord is telling, go back to the Sabbath. Remember, yung sign ng first covenant is the Sabbath. You have to make it holy. Jewish people have forgotten about God already and how to worship Him. Because when they were in Egypt, they got accustomed to the practices of the world. No, Parang it's also a reflection on us. Nandito tayo. We are in the middle of the world during this pandemic. How are we worshiping God amidst all of this? So that's the same invitation that God has given Moses. So Moses talked to the Pharaoh. Hindi sumunod si Pharaoh. And then the ten plagues. Now, sabi ni Sam kanina, God is not a random God. And when I was younger, inisip ko, bakit ganun? No? Yung, yung plagues, uh, water turning into blood, you know, yung mga palaka na matay. Yung pala, ang reason yan, guys, and mga Doritos, it's because God is declaring His sovereignty or power over the different gods of Egypt. Paano? For example, the first plague, okay? Sorry, go ahead, J. Paul. No, no, y- y- no, no, please, go ahead. Diyan ako pupunta dapat. But please, I'll just continue after you. Excited ako dito. Yeah, kasi ang ganda nung, alam mo yun, God is very deliberate. For example, yung una is water turning into blood. That's God's statement against the Egyptian god Hapi, H-A-P-I, who was believed to be the god of Nile River. O nung, nung nag-turn yung water into blood, parang God is saying, mas makapangyarihan ako sa mga Diyos-Diyosa ninyo. And then yung frogs, di ba, namatay yung mga frogs. Meron kasing goddess yung Egypt noon na sila yung pinaniniwala ang goddess of frogs. Ito si Heket. And then biglang namatay yung mga cattle nila. It's a statement against the bulls gods Apis and Hathor. No, and then yung, tat, yung last, yung darkness for three days na plague or night plague, nandun yung parang statement ni Lord against the Egyptian God of the sun who is Ra. In other words, parang God is saying, go back to me. I am God. I am the powerful father whom you have known. I am the God of your father, Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac. Makikita natin yan sa Exodus eh. So important yung worship doon sa, sa life ng mga tao and God wants them to go back to that. Now, it's interesting how they actually worship. And I think nabanggitin ito kanina ni Insta Abi. When we read in Exodus 24, no, we, we, the, there they celebrate the blood of the covenant. Okay? And it's very weird for a modern reader how they did it. So, puntahan natin yung Exodus 24 so, isa-summarize lang natin. Exodus 24, nagsama-sama sila. Okay? And then, in verse 7, Then Moses took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. So, they took a book and read it. Okay? All that the Lord has spoken, we will do, and we will be obedient. And Moses took the blood and threw it upon the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Parang wow, no? Ano ibig sabihin ng blood na yon? I think nabanggit din ito ni Insta Abi na previous episode that the blood there means, and the Catholic Church agrees with that, the blood is a symbol of life. It's a symbol of you binding yourself with God's covenant. And it's just saying, 
because nag-participate ka dito sa covenant na ito, if you will break the covenant, you will surely die. Sounds familiar? Diba yun din yung sinabi kay Adam and Eve? If you break this, you will surely die. And how did they end this worship gathering? It's so beautiful. 24 verse 9, Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel went up the mountain and they saw the God of Israel and there was under his feet as it were a pavement of sapphire stone. The sapphire, I think, insta'abi, makikita natin ulit yan sa Revelation. Tama? Okay? Like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on it, etc., etc. And they beheld God and ate and drank. Isn't it beautiful that God wanted to be present among His people. God wants to celebrate His being the Father of everyone by eating and drinking with His people. And it's a beautiful celebration. Which, okay, this is the last point. I think J-Paul wants to comment on this also. Which finds its parallel in the New Testament. Okay? Matthew 26, verses 26 to 28. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a chalice and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, Drink of it all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. In other words, what this is showing us in Exodus and Matthew is that there is a Passover in the Old Testament And there is a real Passover in the New Testament. Yung sinabi ni Insta Abi kanina, maganda yun. No? In Israel's Passover, a lamb was sacrificed, the blood shed, and then we have to take note that they had to eat the lamb. Di ba, Insta Abi, kailangan nilang kainin yung sinakripisyo. And it is eaten as part of a family meal. And mm-hmm. those who partake, di ba, Insta Abi, sabi mo kanina, hindi sila mamamatay. For those who partake of that lamb that was, that was used in the Passover meal, will be spared from death. In other words, God delivers them from slavery, from Egypt. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus is revealed to be the, the true Passover. So, Christ is the Lamb, as we, as we said in the previous episode. His blood was shed on the cross. And as for us Catholics, we consume the Eucharist, which is the blood, which is the Lamb that was sacrificed. And because of the consumption of this Eucharist, Jesus promised in John 6 that we will have life if we eat His flesh and drink His blood, we become part of this communion. That's why it's called communion. And we receive the grace of salvation. In the Old Testament, the Passover delivers people from Egypt. In the New Testament and until today, God delivers us from the bondage of sin so that we can be prepared for the promised land, which is the new heaven and new earth in heaven. Ang ganda lang, guys. All of these parallelisms worth considering, worth reflecting on. Over to you, Jay paul Natawa ako si, si Instaabi. Sobrang sayo, gumagano'n gano'n. Naging Indian eh. So, <laughs> um, de, I love it. I love that. Uh, ang ganda nito. Because also, ang ganda nito. So, you know, I just was, nung sinabi ni 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 Burns kanina yung about the gods, ah, napagano'n. Kasi di ko sabihin din. Um, from this, moving forward, from the story of Moses, from from this Exodus on, basta yan, yan, tapos you'll see as we go along maraming wars, maraming ganyan. Hindi yan dahil God wanted bloodshed. Remember, uh, my dear Doritos, nung time na to, marami ng ibang religions, ha? marami ng iba. And, and all, this is Jewish history. So remember, how do people write history? You, yung version mo, depende, the version depends on who writes it, di ba? So, This was the Jewish way of nanalo sila against Egypt, nanalo sila ganyan-ganyan sa lahat. Why? Because they needed to tell the story that Adonai was king above kings, that Lord above lords. Adonai ang lahat. So every win that they had moving from Egypt onwards was their declaration to the universe of the world that God is most high. So kaya importante lahat ng mga sagupaan because when 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 Israel from here on forward defeats a king he does not just defeat a military he defeats their god so it is more rich than that so tas ang ganda nun because dito na simula sa story yung shema 
that Shema that Jesus prayed. And the Shema prayer is their prayer in morning and evening. It's from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 5. It says, so pag umaga, pagising nila, diba? they will worship God. Ganito. They'll just worship. And diba tayo, when we pray, we pray ganyan, taas kamay. Did you know that the Jews, when they pray, gumagalo yung katawan? Because their prayer is not just with words, with their mind. Their whole body trembles in worship of Adonai. So talagang, ah, ganun. So it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Every Jew prayed this twice a day with all of them. So ganda lang. And I love it. It's just really a declaration that Adonai, our God, God the Father, is King of Kings. And as I end, um, Doritos, sorry for the nerdiness, uh, but I love sharing the nerdiness of the Bible to you. But maybe reflect on the 40 very important tang 40 because in Jewish um, translation, 40 years means one generation. So, imagine mo yung simula, 40 years of sinful nature. And in the first gen, 40 years, bakit? Because also it takes generations to heal, to be renewed, to be restored that even if you have made many mistakes, there is hope. Na si God pa rin ang prime mover. God will still the make first, that God will still make the first move for us to enter the promised land. Nice. And I bow. Napakaganda ng lahat ng sinabi po ninyo. <laughs> Parang gusto ko na makinig. Pero yun nga, there's so much talaga dun sa time ni Moses, napakarami. And ang lahat ng yun, meron talaga siyang explanation. Especially sa New Testament. Katulad ng sinabi ni Brother Burns. Especially the blood, the flesh. Lahat ng yan, may, may intindihan natin eh, nung nagturo na si Jesus. Merong specific na true meaning ang lahat ng yun. Even yung mga bagay na kinumand ng Diyos, Kasi nga, hindi natin maiisa-isa lahat. Lalo na dun sa pagsamba, inside the sanctuary, lahat ng yon merong mga bagay na napakahalaga na dapat maunawaan natin mga believers. But again, para isummarize lahat ng yon merong covenant, specific covenant na binibigay ng Diyos, ang Diyos in every generation. At kinakailangan nila yung ekip. So merong pangako na kailangan ekip at pag dumating yung time ng fulfillment, yun naman yung kinakailangan nating masunod. So, ang lahat ng ito na nangyari from the past, katulad ng sinabi ng 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, ito'y magsuserve as warning and, and example para sa atin. Para makita natin ano may mga bagay na nagawa nila na hindi nagbigay ng uh, glory sa ating Diyos na hindi natin gagayahin. Yung pag-disobey uh, nila sa Diyos, yung, pa, yung they failed to keep the covenant, hindi natin yun gagayahin. Pero yung mga bagay na ginugusto ng Diyos na makita natin through these events, napakaraming events na naganap from the past, then nawa makita natin yun at magawa natin. So again, process of creation and recreation nangyayari yun in every generation. So we need to know what to keep in our time. So that's all. Thank you, everyone. I learned a Thank lot. Also. You. We also learned um, Instabi. Thank you. Oh, set up. Uh, do we still do takeaway time? I guess maybe for that's Tina and that. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, Burns and Brother Jay, like, you know, kind of did the preemptive takeaway time. Um, but just to end, Tina, your thoughts. Um I guess yun, I think ang pinaka-takeaway ko lang is um, hindi, hindi ko pa rin mag-grasp kung bakit uh, we continuously break God's heart. Parang naging pattern sa Bible, no? From the get-go, mm. from Adam and Eve, and then, in a way, sino ba? Si Noah din, di ba? Noah. Mm. Oo. Parang, uh, I guess Sam, you're. I mean, it's I, the most beautiful thing I heard. I I heard tonight is that God is just um, a forgiving God. 
And no matter, is. oh, oh no, I mean, no matter how much we uh, sin, he just finds a way to take us back in. And it's, but, but oh. because we're talking about the covenants right now, right? And as you point out, Tina, the pattern that we see is that these people cannot keep the covenant. That's why God keeps giving a new covenant. And so while God is a merciful, forgiving God, it seems to me that the sin of not keeping the covenant is not forgivable. Am I right, Instabi? That's betrayal. Not keeping the covenant is betrayal. But of course, before giving judgment or destruction, God will ask for repentance. Mag-ask siya. And there, there is an ample time para hintayin niya yon before giving judgment. Oh, so bibigyan yes. pa tayo ng time. Because he is a just God, righteous and holy. Hmm. Parang he will, he will set up the situation in such a way that you have all the reason to keep it, but you don't. Ah. And that is something that we should learn when we go through these covenants, I think. And for me, I think another takeaway today, especially with the story of Moses, because it was so colorful and there was so much, there was so much drama, but essentially what we're talking about is how the promises that were given to Abraham were all fulfilled during the time of Moses. And when it's time for things to fulfill, God will move heaven and earth to make that happen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He will move heaven and earth. So, yeah, good story. Good story today, Insta Abby. Anything else you guys want to add before we really wrap up this thing? I'll take that as a no. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about what's going on over at Unboxing Catholicism. I know you guys wrapped your Revelation series, Burns, right? How'd that go? Right, so inspired by NHNE, we decided to also have our own discernment of how the church has understood the book of Revelation for the past 2,000 years. So what we did in Unboxing Catholicism for four, hour, for four episodes, two to three hours per episode, so mga around eight hours din yun, no? we unboxed the book of Revelation, book by book, although we didn't go line by line yet, but that's the next plan. Okay, we went book by book, analyzing its historical details and then the symbolisms, and at the same time, how it makes sense overall. So if you guys are interested to check that out, please go to Unboxing Catholicism YouTube channel, and there's a playlist there that says Unboxing the Revelation series. Nice. And then after the series on Revelation, we're going to unbox the Holy Mass, okay? because it's very important in the New Covenant. You might have, but you haven't realized it yet, but we want to unbox it with you guys. Interesting. Okay. Brother Jay, Holy Sheep Podcast. How's that going? It's really good. A lot of people are... I, I love because the Holy Sheep has a very different way of doing it. It's, it's really, you know, we're, we're inspiring people, feeding people who are empty, you know, running on empty and feeding Aww. them just hope and love. And it's really good. A lot of people sharing different stories and just really blessed that we're able to bring God's love and mercy to people. May update ka daw for, ano, from Pads Albert? May kwento yes. daw siya sa'yo? Yes, tumawag siya sa'kin. Tumawag, nag-chat siya sa'kin from New York and talaga hirap oh. kang mag-usap kasi Hi, iba oras. O oh, si Pads Albert, we love you. Masyo masama ang loob niya pero kasi hindi niya raw matanggap ang Doritos. <laughs> Because he's with me sa Naronians. <laughs> Naronians ang bet niya. So sabi niya, uh, bro, di ko matanggap, ganyan-ganyan. So... <laughs> no, but as I've said in a past episode, I, you know, for me, that's the second one. Like, when someone's being annoying or I want to tease somebody, like, I'm going to call them a Naronian. So, that's still very much an option on the show. Guys, <laughs> may nag-message nga. Eh, ang ganda din ng sinuggest niya, but we already picked one. Uh, the, what was the it? Knobs. The knobs. Ah, the knobs. The knobs. The knobs. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. I forgot knobs. his name. Mm-mm. Grabe, kawawa naman siya. Sinat ka pa, tapos kinalimutan mo. But we... <laughs> guys, but we super love Doritos, right? I'm so into it. I know, I love it. 
Gusto ka lang yeah. i- we miss, just miss Pads Albert. We miss ko siya I chat know. Eh. And yes, he's in New York now. But he's yeah. still doing his podcast, which is called The Pads Cast. Please yeah. check it out. We love this podcast. Sabi ko kay Pads Albert, Pads, pagbaba mo ng aeroplano, kanta ka ng Empire State of Mind. Parang ganun. Oh my Tas, gosh. <laughs> New York! <laughs> <laughs> um, Insta Abby, what is going on with NHNE? And yeah, anything you guys want to share? Yes, New Heaven, New Earth will hold a webinar series entitled Testimony on Prophecy and Fulfillment of Revelation, God's New Covenant to discuss the book of Revelation from chapter 1 to chapter 22, cover to cover. And it will start on October 18, which will be streaming live every Monday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Philippine time on YouTube and Facebook. So the seminar will provide explanation of prophecies recorded from every chapter of Revelation based on the five W's and one H method. So I hope na manood po tayong lahat doon. And thank you, Nardor Podcast, for this opportunity. And thank, thank you, you, Sam, for the popcorn. Yay! Yay! No, and I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Monday <laughs> and Thursday is when we publish our podcast, and I'm not sure I can handle competition <gasps> like that. Okay, so I'm just gonna say, <laughs> can you also watch our show on YouTube <laughs> and listen to it on Spotify, guys? <laughs> um, please like us. Okay. Um, thank you everyone for joining us today and you can find us on instagram at latina ryan at burns kaasi at j paul hernandez insta abby um you can find on facebook and you can email us in <laughs> our door podcast at gmail.com you can um, message thanks for joining harold us. to look for abby harold.resho to get to the habby um <laughs> connection that's it happy that's the show bye happy birthday pastor d later happy birthday happy birthday pastor d bye, happy happy birthday, birthday, pastor d. bye. bye.